while you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is 830 News On The Go. With the Wednesday WCCO On The Go, I'm Laura Oaks. Today's stories include a controversial veto from Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry and plans taking shape for a new 3rd Precinct Police Station and Community Safety Center. But we begin with a tragic accident in Brooklyn Park this morning that has left a little boy dead. It happened just before 6 o'clock this morning in the northbound lane of County Road 81 just south of 71st Avenue in Brooklyn Park. Police spokesperson Elliot Faust says... The child was hit by a Metro Transit bus while standing in the road. Faust says it has been tragic for all involved. Most of us have families of our own, and so it's human nature to, you know, have that very personalized connection with, uh, you know, a young person when they're injured like that. Um, a lot of us just see our own family. As part of Metro Transit policy, the bus driver will undergo drug and alcohol testing and has been placed on administrative leave. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry is defending his decision to veto a resolution condemning the Israel-Hamas war. Fry says he supports a ceasefire but vetoed the document because he says it was one-sided and failed to recognize the history of Israeli Jews. Minneapolis, as a city, occupies a fairly unique place in our state's history. We've often been on the vanguard of progressive policy and inclusion. We're also known in our history for being one of the most anti-Semitic places in the country. Let's make sure that we hold up one of those histories and not the other. Fry says he's open to signing a truly unifying ceasefire resolution and hopes that they can all do the work together. The group Free Palestine is planning to protest tomorrow afternoon in support of the council. More details today on what will soon become a new police station and community safety center in South Minneapolis. It's been nearly four years since the former Minneapolis 3rd Precinct police station was burned during riots following the death of George Floyd. Now plans to begin work on its replacement location seem to be moving forward as community safety commissioner Todrick Barnett reveals that the city has signed a purchase agreement. Barnett says what's still being decided is specific services that will go into the design of the center. A lot of times we have said this is what the community wants and that has not worked very well and we want to be mindful of saying what is it that you want in this space. The timeline to open the building is early 2025 pending design plans. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Officials with the city of Minneapolis say they are posting an order to vacate yet another homeless encampment that has cropped up following the closure of yesterday's in the Phillips neighborhood. The city says a group broke into a locked and fenced city lot on 16th Avenue South and set up a new encampment overnight. They say they'll be closing the site very soon due to ongoing public health and safety issues. Minneapolis teachers holding their first walkout Wednesday today for better pay, their union was hoping to have contract negotiations wrapped up before new superintendent Lisa Sales Adams begins her new role next week. Union President Greta Callahan says they're asking for modest pay increases over two years, which would still put them behind teachers in surrounding districts. We are nowhere near comparable to them, and that makes us lose tons of educators, 
then parents can't trust who's in front of them anymore. And on top of it, the district is talking about shutting down schools. That's unacceptable. We're intervening. We're escalating. And this is one step that we would take before we'd ever get to the point of taking a strike vote. And in Robbinsdale, teachers are expected to demonstrate outside their school board meeting tonight over proposed budget cuts. The district is facing a $17 million shortfall. The search for the next leader of Minnesota's Office of Cannabis Management continues after a report released last week by the Minnesota Legislative Auditor found flaws in the original search efforts. Interim Director Charlene Briner says there's no straight path to becoming a cannabis regulator. There are lots of opportunities uh, for folks who have regulatory experience to come and step into this role and really do an effective job. So while there is a, uh, a list of attributes we'll be looking at, we do want to really emphasize the role of a regulator in this very important job. Applications for the permanent role are due February 26th. Good news out of MSP Airport today as passenger travel increased significantly in 2023. Nearly 35 million people swept through the airport last year. International travel helping boost that total. MSP spokesman Jeff Lee. We had 11% growth in overall passenger activity. and The real driver on that was the rebound in international travel. The goal is to reach pre-pandemic levels nearly 40 million passengers in 2019. Lee is optimistic they can accomplish that in 2024. There's a demand out there for travelers uh, to, to fly again, and airlines have responded, they think so as well, because they've added more routes, more flights, more frequencies, more destinations. The addition of two international airlines could play a key role in that growth. Ari Bergeron, News Talk 830 WCCO. Well, you may think our lack of snow would spell worsening drought conditions, but that's actually not the case, according to the experts. We're still abnormally dry, according to the DNR, but National Weather Service meteorologist Tyler Hosenstein says our ongoing mild weather can actually help when it comes to moisture and preventing spring flooding. A lot of our ground temperatures are actually near to even above freezing. So if we were to get any rain over the course of the next couple of months, a lot of that would end up soaking in, which is a good thing as far as the drought's concerned and would help mitigate some of those uh, flooding potential impacts uh, compared to a normal year where our ground is frozen and more of that might be running off. Hosenstein says what's been most jarring is going from a top three year for snowfall last season to a bottom five year this season. That said, he says a more active weather pattern is headed our way by mid-February. The Timberwolves' Anthony Edwards has been fined $40,000 by the NBA for repeatedly publicly criticizing the officiating following Monday's Wolves' victory at Oklahoma City. That's the largest fine a player has has received this season. The typical fine is $25,000. And it was a little tough to be inside this afternoon in this unusually warm last day of January. A lot of folks made the effort to step out of the office. I like the breeze, not like the sun coming out. Well, I'd like to say that I hate it, but I don't. I love it. This is great. We deserve, uh, we deserve some nice weather. We had a, a snowy winter last year. It was below zero for 10 days. It's 50. I'm good with it back in the 40s, but still nice for the rest of the week. And thanks for listening to WCCO On The Go. You can find each day's On The Go and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO.